we don't have to look outside of ourselves to look for a quick fix to our health and protect ourselves. Our bodies were designed to be able to protect themselves. Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Batello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to today's live Q&A. Today I'm going to be talking all about nutrition and immune health. And this is something I've been passionate about for many, many years, for decades actually. And what we eat and the way we live our lives definitely affects our health. And then when you look at nutritional deficiencies that sometimes we can't just be getting from food, we look to supplementation. And supplementation has been something that I've been really passionate about for many years because I've seen the impacts of it in my life, the lives of my loved ones, and many people who are in my midst who have started to take control of their own health in terms of the way they are treating their body on a daily basis. So when we think about immune health, it is the strength of our whole system to be able to live in the world and not get taken out by a lot of illnesses. And right now we're dealing with, you know, a very interesting time, obviously. So I thought it's important to have a little refresher about this. And I wanted to get into some nutrition, into some things that can help you boost your immune health from a real natural perspective. And it's something that can not only help your immune system, but help you feel really good, feel lighter, more energized, better rested. There's so many benefits to eating a nutrient-rich diet. And first of all, a few things. I have some notes that I have written down here. Uh, there's a few different people who I will be citing, and this particular person is Joel Furman, MD. And he talks about how nutritional incompetency enables various viruses to be transmitted. And he said that the nutritional status of the host or like the human is critical in permitting or preventing viral and bacterial infections and the modifications of viruses into more virulent or dangerous forms are allowed by nutritional inadequacies. So it only makes sense. Our bodies get broken down. We don't have everything we need to be able to fight a certain illness. So we get really sick. And yet we have everything at our fingertips to be able to build up our health over time. And it's amazing how even eating really healthfully over a one month period of time can not only make you feel really good, but can strengthen your immune health. And so I'm going to go into a couple of different things uh, that I have made some notes on here. And some of the different things, like in terms of vegetables, uh, for instance, when you eat more green vegetables, you have low can lower cancer rates, lower cancer risk, right? And so when you're doing that, why, why would that be? Well, green foods, green vegetables have a lot more antioxidants in them 
And so they help for you to actually rebuild and multiply healthy cellular structure in your body. And green cruciferous vegetables like kale, you hear a lot about kale, right? But the reason why kale is is one of these beautiful superfoods is because it's been shown to protect against things like breast cancer and prostate cancer. And recent studies show that there are compounds in in these cruciferous uh, foods that enable interferon responsiveness, which serves as a potent stimulator to attack microbes such as viruses and antibiotic resistant bacteria. That's pretty great. And it comes from the earth. So, and there's many ways for you to incorporate these types of food into your life. One of the ways I love having kale is in a smoothie. And you can also be adding some of these things into soups and stews. And here's the interesting thing about kale particularly, and many cruciferous vegetables, is they are more powerful when they're completely pulverized, like in a smoothie, or if they're cooked the nutrients are kind of released that way. And if you make a kale salad, for instance, you want to be like massaging it and getting all of those compounds out so that it's better and more easily digested by your body. I never had known this, but of course, talking to people who are, you know, making sure that they are eating healthfully, they're doing this. And hello, ooh, the tenacious rose. I'm so happy you're here. It's so nice to see you, Kimberly. You love it in soup. I agree. Soup, it's so wonderful. And my husband, being of Portuguese descent, living, uh, growing up or being born until he was three anyway, in the Azores, his mother would make something called, um, well, we, we refer to it as spinach soup, but really it's chard that they would use in this soup and they'd use white beans with it and garlic and onions and, you know, all the beautiful Portuguese spices. And it's just so nourishing. Sometimes they put in a little bit of pasta if you wanted to. And it's just so delicious. And there's something like if you've ever had been sick or something and then you've heard, ooh, chicken soup just feels so soothing. Well, this, Spinach soup does it for me and I can make it anytime I want. So that's a beautiful thing. And so the, the cabbage helping to also, um, they say cabbage and the breast cancer gene, high consumption of Chinese cabbage, bok choy and turnips had a strong protective effect in women with a gene for breast cancer. So that's pretty cool too, right? Like there's things that we can be eating and incorporating into our lives from a natural perspective that can be protecting our health and helping us feel really energized to go out and live an amazing life. Um, we also talk about, as I mentioned earlier, cruciferous vegetables lower the risk of cancer. Eating a vegetable-based diet, not a grain-based diet, right? Because we talk about carbs and everybody's like, oh no, no carbs, no carbs. And vegetables are carbs, but carbohydrates, it depends what kind we're talking about here. They say that when you're eating a vegetable-based diet, there's a 57% reduction in colon cancer, colon cancer occurrence. And I love that. So greens really do pre prevent and resolve things like cervical dysplasia, ordinary warts, um, larynx, uh, papillomas. Like there's so many things, things that, you know, maybe we don't even know these are things that can affect our health, right? But it's really, really important that we're getting this important stuff in our body to help build up our cellular structure. And antioxidants have kind of response elements in them. 
And there's all these different technical things, but at the end of the day, you want to know what it's doing is it's really impacting the building up, the restoring, the replenishing of your cellular structure. And the vitamins that I've been taking for 26 years, one of the compounds in the antioxidant is cruciferous extract. And there's many other extracts in there, but there's a reason for that. So much nutritional science has backed that up. So these are some of the foods that are really important. And then people are often talking also about mushrooms and their protective effect as well. And they are protective of the immune system as well. And there's all these different kinds, which I'm not even going to try and pronounce for you because I might say them wrong, but you can take a look at that for yourself as well. Um, but they're known to protect against breast cancer. They say that intake of mushrooms decreased the risk by 64%. That's pretty amazing. I mean, Often we talk more about in our culture, cancer treatment, right? Cancer detection. But ultimately, wouldn't it be great if we could be living an anti-inflammatory life like I talked about a few weeks ago so that we can be living a cancer preventative lifestyle, a heart disease preventative lifestyle, you know, a neural degenerative preventative lifestyle. I think that the power is is planted in the seeds in the earth that we can then consume and build our bodies up with. And fortunately, we have more information now than ever before to know what to eat and how to protect our beautiful, miraculous bodies by giving them what they need. I want to tell you one more thing about onions. <laughs> okay. I love putting onions. I love to, to uh, put them in my salad and I like to slice them up and throw them into stir fries. I like to put them, um, in soups, especially I, I'll start off with like a super stew and I'll like caramelize the onions and some garlic in there. And when we talk about onions, even they have shown a 56% reduction of colon cancer, uh, 73% a reduction of ovarian cancer. Like it goes into all the different kinds. And really, let's face it, all of these things are dealing with different parts of our body. But when we eat, the food that we ingest goes everywhere because it circulates first through our gut. And then what we need goes into our bloodstream and it fuels everything. And Oh, I love that. Your kids love to eat raw onions. I would do that, but the, the raw onions really stay with me. So I, even in salads, I'd love to put them in there, but I have to have them with a combination of different things. <laughs> but I think it's amazing. They're so like antibacterial, antimicrobial as well, but there's so much beautiful um, anti-inflammatory properties in the onions. And in my life, I've, I've lost my sister to cancer, but really at the end of the day, when I think about it, and it may be very controver controversial for me to say this, but truly, uh, I know that she had, she had gotten diagnosed with cancer, but the way that she treated it was with one dose of chemotherapy. And after five days, four days of it, she went into septic shock and went on a ventilator, was was uh, unconscious, right? Like she was, they put her on a ventilator. And um, after that time, they did take her off, but basically that's when she passed away. And so I think she, so all of these things happened to her after that particular treatment. And I think, hmm, 
it's interesting because when you flood your system with a lot of chemicals, a lot of toxic chemicals, yes, to want to fight off these, these cancer cells. But really, I think in my opinion and how I want to build up the body to be able to personally fight disease is by actually giving it what it needs so it can be strong. And I've been talking a lot about many other factors that affect our health, our sleep cycles, um, also thinking about mental health, what we're feeding our mind. All of this stuff is interconnected. There's just so much at play here. And why I'm so passionate about natural health, about nutritional wellness and cyclical self-care and soul-driven connection to really tune into what is true for you. I think it's so important because, again, you know you best. You know how you're feeling best. And we have to look back to how did people thrive before modern medicine came about? And people may say, well, people didn't have a longer um, life expectancy at that point, but there were so many things we didn't understand, right? Basic sanitation and cleanliness and all that kind of stuff. But one thing we did have right is we were eating from the earth. And I think there's so many people, and I'm so grateful for them, who I see really passionately improving the way they're eating and the way they're raising their kids to eat. And oh, thank you for these comments. They're beautiful. I really appreciate you. We have it within us to do this. And we don't have to look outside of ourselves to look for a quick fix to our health and protect ourselves. Our bodies were designed to be able to protect themselves. And if you've noticed my some of my recent posts, some of the data is coming out now how people's health have fared with degenerative disease over the last year. Those numbers and statistics are coming out. They're, they've come out in the US and I actually have yet to post some from Canada, but I'm sure they'll be very, very similar because the way we've had a lot of extra stress, many people have been moving way less than they normally would be, or if they needed to already be moving their bodies more, they're moving less because they're staying at home and there's stress, stress eating, mental health challenges that are even more stimulated because of the environment, emotional environment we're in. And also when we are getting DoorDash every day or whatever the case, you're not maybe necessarily going to reach for all of the super healthy things, right? When everything we need is at our farmer's market, is at our co-op, is at our, I go to a place called Goodness Me Food Market and and they have beautiful organic produce. And I'm very grateful that I'm able to shop there. I know that privilege definitely plays a part in that, in me being able to get certain things. However, wherever you are, start with real food. Whatever kind you can get, whatever you can afford, that is the important thing to do because it's going to start building up your body and you're not going to be putting foods into you that actually are going to start working against your body's health. And this is just, I wanted to do a very quick Q&A here today about, well, really what what is the difference, right? How does food work? How does nutrition work? And I go into so much more detail in my online programs and in my private coaching but I want to encourage you, the answer lies on your plate. <laughs> That's part of it. And then also with activity, there's current um, statistics coming out now that people who are 
healing more quickly and who had better outcomes with the current situation we're in were people who had more muscle mass. They were more physically active. You know, they, they were not, um, didn't suffer from some of the lifestyle illnesses that are so prevalent. So it only stands to reason if you're already experiencing lifestyle illnesses, any other kind of, um, event that comes along that may be infectious or whatever, like it can impact you in an even greater way. So I want to encourage you really do an audit. What's in your fridge? What is in your pantry? What is your go-to food when you're feeling down and when you're feeling stressed? And let's think about this. Let's start swapping some things out. Let's start adding some real foods. Start with your very favorite fruits and vegetables to snack on. I was joking that I was snacking a lot the last year and a half on cabbage, red cabbage especially. And it's still just a lovely treat for me. But here it is, a beautiful cruciferous um a cruciferous vegetable that is so anti-inflammatory and protective. And you can dip it in beautiful hummus. You can do whatever you want, but there are so many different things you can do in order to elevate your health just from your very own kitchen. And so I want to empower you to do that. And if you have questions, please send me a message, direct message me, or if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can send a message to info at sheilabatello.com. I'm really grateful to be able to share this information. And I'm also grateful to hear about new friends who are implementing some of these things, feeling better, feeling more empowered in their health and their wellness, knowing that they don't have to wait and they don't have to wait for someone to fix them or tell them what to do. They can actually start making beautiful moves to elevate their health today. So I leave that with you now. And of course, with everything, with your health, make sure you're partnering with your health practitioners, the people that you trust to guide you. And if you have questions, if you have lifestyle illnesses already that you're dealing with and various medications and things that you're on, certainly you need to be listening to these professionals in your life and go to them with all your questions. My doctor, I joke so much about this. My doctor knows when I come, it's a big, long list of questions and he's gracious to answer them. And he's happy to know that I'm invested in my health because he's caring for so many people. So we can take charge of our health by saying, hey, it's on me. The decisions that we make today will impact our health tomorrow and the next day and the next year and the next decade. And I'm with you on this journey. And I want to just give you some hope that tomorrow can be better than today. So I hope that you're having a good day. I hope this landed well with you. I'd love to hear what resonated for you. What have you heard? What have you tried? And how do you like to have your kale? Or are you like, oh, no kale. Hey, I can tell you some beautiful ways to make kale very palatable. Your body will thank you for it. I look forward to connecting with you again soon on one of these Q&As. And thank you for being here. All the best to you. What stood out to you as you listened today? If you found it helpful, please share this episode and tag me at Sheila A. Botello on Instagram. It may be just the message someone needs to hear today. As always, these Q&A sessions are for educational purposes only and are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any health issues you may have, and I highly recommend that you consult with your doctor before beginning any new health protocol. I'll see you next time. Big blessings. 
Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.